0: Beacon, shows, so I, I keep thinking about Catherine Hepburn as Mademoiselle. When was the last time you've seen that, Jason, her and Coco on, on YouTube? It's, I think it's on the YouTube. It's been a minute. It's quite
1: extraordinary. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, did I send you the Catherine uh, Hepburn quote about her wearing pants? It was her and Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters was interviewing her and she was talking about wearing pants. Oh my God. I'll send it to you. I sent it to you via text or did I send it to you on TikTok? I may have sent it to you on TikTok. Maybe it's on on TikTok.
0: TikTok. I got to get better actually reading the TikTok messages. I
1: know that you're used to to pigeon.
0: So next time I'm going to send you a a TikTok via pigeon. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So it's more your speed. It's really true. The little bird pigeon flying through, wearing a rainbow flag, which is what we're going to probably talk about. But first, before we do that, what's, what's your name, sir? I'm Jay. Oh, and I'm A. And are you gay? Um, I'm extremely gay. Hey, happy Pride, everyone, too. If your all packed for your vacation and you're all caught up with Bob and Monet,
1: come send some time to Queens that way. Here's K and A-R-K.
0: <laughs> Jesus, gosh. It's, it's here. Gosh, oh, me, oh, G- golly. G, G- o Molly o my. O my, oh, my, my, mo. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's pride all over again, everyone. Yeah. Yes. But, but pride 2020. You, know, you,
1: would, you would think as much as gays love Christmas, that they'd be like a pride
0: carol. Do we have yes. we, should, we should have a Pride Carol or like the Advent <laughs> calendar leading up to Pride? Yeah, we you, can work on there'd that. Be,
1: there'd be like poppers and like yeah, and you, you know, open it up on the first. condoms. Yeah, and yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. That'd be great. Mm. My I little ponies. We should, we should corner the market on that. Hey, uh, make a million. So anyway, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about Pride and prejudice because mm. the, you you can't acknowledge one without the other, and uh, what what all does that entail for us today, Jason? Well, today we're going to talk about all things
1: pride. The good, the bad, the ugly, the questionable, you know, the indifferent,
0: this, yes. and that, and the other. Yes, 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 yes. And to continue watching us not post and keep chatting about things, everyone, make sure that you're following us at J&A underscore on Instagram. That's J-A-Y-A-N-D-A underscore A-R-E-G-A-Y. And we'd love to just have you stop in there. Jason, where can these kids keep listening to us?
1: You can also listen to us on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, I want to remind people, because I was at a party, I was telling someone about this. When you're putting it into Apple Pod, any, any any of these things, use J and the ampersand sign. That mm. will help you get to it. Does after. that go faster? Yeah, okay. yeah, we discovered that. Oh,
0: please look us up at J and A, R, J, L, 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 L. <laughs> all right here we are 2022 oh my goodness you've been on this planet far too long i, I was watching my classmate the other day i was watching the ten commandments and <laughs> moses i love the movie so much oh okay. it's uh, the brilliant actress she was also eve in all about eve don't get it twisted wait what you didn't realize that's who moses is moses 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 not Moses' mom, Moses'... You mean the, the sister? A, everyone thinks it's Anne Bancroft. It's not Anne Bancroft. It's the same woman who played Eve.
1: look this up. I've never put those things together.
0: All, all about Eve. Hold on. Yeah, Anne Baxter. <laughs> Anne Baxter is... Oh my God, of course. She was... Anne fucking Baxter. She was Eve? Anne Baxter was Eve. She looks so different
1: uh, between the films. incredible. How many years between them? Anne Baxter. Well, all about Eve is in black and white, so she definitely was much younger.
0: And Baxter Moser.
1: Oh my! God. I didn't. Re- I, when, it was the first uh, month of pandemic where I was, where I watched it, and I watched it with my friend Anthony Fett. Shout out to Anthony Fett, who I live for. We were watching it together, and I'm like, I didn't realize this movie was so fucking campy. Why haven't oh. I been obsessed with this? Why well, oh. I, I watched it every year, but I didn't realize that it was just a gift. <laughs>
0: it's incredible it's really great it's really great it's well it's cardboard darling oh my god so uh, we're getting we're getting off it's it's a set it's darling. a set rue it's not real <laughs> it, well, it's not real Ru.
1: It's oh my God cardboard set
0: darling uh, Listen, god. I
1: honestly feel that they could have ended the snatch game can end
0: oh like, yeah the truth of the matter with that performance with Jinx monsoon is Unless you actually really understand the nuances of Judy at that time and have watched Oof. the specials and watched the My Christmas God. specials, honestly, I don't think that's why some people like. I'm just gonna say it. Fucking Eureka was like, I thought Raja was better, and Eureka doesn't understand. Raja was great, but the, the Raja Ju- was incredible as an artist too. Every, incredible. Every single person on that stage, even we're um, excellent, were
1: excellent. Even the stuff that that should have worked, like the Prince. Prince it worked. it worked. Yeah, It was great. Star power. But star power. That's the Judy that I love. That's my favorite Judy. Because it's so tragic. Yeah. Be- because she still had the drinking problem. It was just someone who was on methamphetamines her whole life, you know? Her She's whole the, life and she did know her, yeah. how to, to, yeah. to, to, to manage, but she was so charming. Ugh. I love that video of her getting ready for the rehearsal and then you had the the actual performance and she just is like not with it and her hair is not it's still in curlers and she's like not really singing and she's kind of like flailing her arms. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she does it and
0: she's just so pristine. Uh-huh. Ready. Have you seen that? Is that my camera? Oh, is that is this my That's camera? That's actually <laughs> the transition of like doing that thing because Rudy, J- Rudy, J- room, uh, R- room, R- room, room. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Judy, You know, Judy really was, in that way, a, like, consummate professional once she was on set. You know oh, I mean? my God. Correct. Like, all those nuances in between the singing are so Judy, but then that look in Jinx's eyes as Judy, right when she was about to sing. Genius. It's, it's genius. when she would get all her power. Correct. And, like, she summoned the supreme that she was. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. instantly kind of became, you know, this very funny, charming you know, person just trying to pull it together. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. And it was just, oh my god, it was so good. And I couldn't think of anything gayer than to bring into our origin story. So everyone, also, <laughs> it is Jason and I's anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy homosexual. anniversary. So Jason and I decided in Pride last was it last year already.
1: It was last year. It, it wow. came. out It came out out of extreme jealousy on your end because you were watching me do
0: podcasts about musicals. I was jealous, and then I told I told Jason, I'm like, I'm a terrible Idea because it's a lot of work. I'm like, you know, if we want to maybe try this, I said, you know, I listen to a lot of gay podcasts and mainly the Drag Queens, to be honest with you. So obviously there's a draw there. But when I listen to the other ones, I'm like, huh, you know, I don't really see any like not white people between 21 and 32 that are really doing podcasts that aren't strictly either just about sex or just about dating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. definitely some really cool nuanced queer people leading podcasts. I just thought as a producer, I'm like, huh, I don't really think there's anything there. So we've just been experimenting with the forum and we thank anyone who's been chilling on the journey with us. Jason, how did you feel when this was presented to you? This <laughs> actually came at a time where everybody was asking me to do everything on like. Everything. So
1: I, <laughs> everything. So I said, why not? One more. Uno. Uno (laughs) Moss, Uno Moss. Oh, I just did another podcast this past week. I have to tell you about. I'll show you the picture for it. It's remarkable. The Grumble Goat. We can play about something. Grumble Goat. Yeah, excellent. We're gonna. It's great. So, well, check that out. Look out for that as well.
0: But here we are, everyone. Pride 2022 in New are you York doing City. Fun? I am doing some fun stuff. You well, I, know, I know what I'm doing. Wait. So Jason has some exciting adventures. He's doing aside from his usual annual Bukkake
1: party. <laughs> the Bukkake is is legendary.
0: Legendary. People have been discovered. Defamation suits have actually been quelled at those parties. I it's have unbelievable. so
1: much dirt on, on That's some politicians. Right. You have no, no idea. It,
0: and honestly, if it wasn't for Emma. Jason would surely be dead. Uh, Syphilis would have killed me. <laughs> Ooh, monkeypox! Oh my god! I can't oh even Lord! More pox. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually concerned about that for Pride. Let's, let's not talk okay, about okay that so, so what, what are you but doing? That's, that's another special? story. What, that, yeah. Yes, what are you doing? That's going to be very exciting on Pride this year. I am on the float for the Metropolitan Opera. There, so I, I will be
1: in the parade this year. Oh my god! My first parade ever. This is my first time ever being on a float. Two of my favorite singers uh, who are going to be on the float. Who are going to be singing? It's going to be great. It's gonna be fun.
0: I have to figure out where to find you when it kicks off.
1: This really hot bartender that I—I I mean, gorgeous bartender that I, I had the pleasure of meeting this week—told me that he goes to Stonewall during the parade. and Apparently, it's super empty. So, I mean, I don't know if I should be saying this so publicly because that—that that was like his secret. But I'm telling you on the mic that that might be oh, a place you want to go during good. the parade. It's air conditioned, and I know that I know that the elderly like to have their air conditioning. So I actually, that might be a I, for you. You
0: know, I really, really do need the air conditioning so I don't end up at one of the little like stations. It's important. Yeah. So Pride this year, we're back to also like our full-fledged uh, Pride because what I thought was so incredible the last few years, like when the official corporate Prides had to pull out, was that it went back to being a march. I didn't always go to the parade for a while, right? I've been here a long time. And then, uh, like when the crowds. I, yeah, but then the, the spirit of like the March was just the shit. So I don't know if people know how this works. It's the same way in every, every city, but there's all the borough prides that actually are going on as we speak. So there's all the borough prides. So then there's the big ass Manhattan pride, which is New York city pride. And that's helmed by, you know, an organization. And so correct. Exactly. So the last few years, there's been community-based marches that have happened on pride that have felt more akin to what actually Pride started as, which was yeah. a protest. A uh, riot. Yeah.
1: A protest riot.
0: A march, we're here, we're fucking queer, you know? Like, I remember when I was younger, when people would say that, I'm like, wow. But now I get it. I'm like, yeah, man, we're fucking here and we're queer. Especially when people yeah. are trying to say that we're not here. You know what I mean?
1: A lot of people like to say that we aren't here. A lot of people like to pretend that we don't exist, but... We are loud. I remember I grew up, you know, you, we talked, I talked about this. I grew up very Christian. I grew up in a, uh, I went to a Christian school. What you have and to understand
0: I, is that Jason is a Christian.
1: I, I am, I am a, at the end of the day, I am a Christian. I, that's why I hold all the secrets near and dear to my heart. It's true. And get what I want. Yeah. I remember them saying, you know, the gay community is only 10% of the population, which is
0: possibly mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's probably more because people it's are a little more. more the spectrum, we, we've now accepted the Kinsey scale.
0: I yeah. think it took a long time for us to
1: accept as a culture, the Kennedy Kinti- scale, we always knew it existed on, on some level. But now we truly have, you know, people who, oh, there's something I heard the other day of aside?
0: Have you yes, heard this? this? I, I never did new We'll talk about this on another episode. I am curious because now exactly with, with so many new additions to like what you and I came up with, which yeah. was pretty much top bottom. Verse kind of showed up later.
1: Yeah, it, it was either it was either or. It was your, your, either your or and bottom then, boy or a top man.
0: And then the way that I was told when I moved to New York City as a young homosexual was that they're like, honey, versus French for bottom. And yeah. so, like, that's what I yeah. was always told. So it's been fascinating in our own lifetime yeah. to see the children expand the vocabulary. I have to give up to this new
1: generation coming up. They're, they're being really loud yeah. and really pushing the agenda. And it's the reason that we are able to get things done. Yes, I, I I really have to give a lot to them.
0: It's I I, I have I've learned some stuff from them. Oh yeah, for sure. I have hope. I have hope with these young people. And hope is something that at our age doesn't uh, come easy. Because I just, in- did, I, I just did
1: follies last night, uh, girl. Uh, and 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 I know that as you get older, hope just gets less and less.
0: Girl, it was always Mademoiselle. <laughs> 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 gayness, gay pride, gay times, LGBTQIA, the entire community. Plus. Plus, I gotta say though, like the one thing I think that's important within our community is to also be very clear about like what your POV is with what level of privilege you live on in even within queerness, right? Like you and I, we've talked about this often. I we identify specifically as cisgender gay men. Yes. Homosexuals. Yeah. And so, like, to, you know, and you guys probably hear that. We're very centric with that because that's all, all we're qualified to actually really, really talk about. Um, You know, uh, uh, Ian McCallum said this on an American Theatre Wing, that Downstage Center podcast. Listen to it, everyone. It's archived. It's the best. Howard Sherman was knocking it out of the park with that content. I love uh, that. Ian McCallum goes, there's only three things I'm an expert at. That is uh, uh, theater, uh, acting, and and being gay. Like, no, but he's true. He's like, he's only, I think he's, it was something like that. But what I'm saying is like, that's the point of view, you know, sometimes because every now and then I think people- It's, it's us. It's, it's us, us, right? But It's us. But at the end of the day, there is that feeling I always have when I know someone's part of our umbrella of the big LGBTQIA that'll continue get it. to expand. You know, when
1: when the trans movement really started to pick up, I'm like, you know, we really have to get involved because those are our brothers and sisters. One million. They, are, they are in they are in our title. They we stand right next to them in, in in the acronym. Uh so And they're the reason the fucking movement started. They Kid are shit. the reason. That is the real fucking T.
0: Right? The... It, it was absolutely trans people of color disenfranchised fucking making the shit happen but you it know what's 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 new? when you're
1: that disenfranchised girl you, you have to just do do it you have no choice absolutely
0: i mean what the what the fuck else is gonna happen yeah nothing matters nothing matters and i think the biggest thing that actually brings it full circle that we were talking about jinx's duty which is why she is so important to a lot of us in our community it was, was her death. young people who don't know this. It was the day Judy Garland died. Yeah. So they we were mourning girl. I would think that to gaze at the time, especially coming up with her since you were little, right. Mm-hmm. Seeing Dorothy in real fucking time coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it probably was akin to our community reacting the same way. I think people reacted globally to princess Diana dying. Do you know I, what agree, I mean? agree. It was such a tragedy, and she was, or Marilyn Monroe, or Marilyn Monroe, yeah. right? But I, I, but I for never, the gays, you know, it's yeah. funny with Marilyn, right? Because Marilyn's so brilliant, and we, I think, the gay gays have actually helped flesh out that she was brilliant, right? That she was this really studied, a actress. smart blonde. I mean, a woman who fought for smart blondes at that time. Well, and also just used everything. She manipulated Hollywood into really did. I mean, it's incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, we got, we're a to fuck, we getting off topic. But yeah, so Stonewall, you know, everyone's fucking drinking because Judy just died quite suddenly, right? And early. And yeah. a bitch early. was just trying to, girl, a bitch was just trying to like come down. Yeah. And of Dr- all and, the and nights? And drink
1: together and more. and,
0: and more. Yes, and, yeah. and of all the nights, what did we learn? And, you know, that's something
1: about... Cops wanted to raid. Girl. The cops wanted to get involved. Like, they always want to get
0: involved. Girl. We've always had a problem with the cops. Exactly, which leads us to our next little topic, which is prejudice. Uh, <laughs> prejudice. I have to be transparent. All of you know how I get. I, like, try to keep it light, but then daddy gets dark. So, I was texting Jason. We were just talking about the Pride episode. And I was like, you know... I got to raise a question. And that's kind of what led us to thinking about this. And I think it's important as we keep moving forward that we remember how many people are really fucking actively working against us at all times. And to that end, like what Jason said, you know, it's like if you ignore like what's happening to our trans brothers and sisters and all these pieces of fucking horrifying legislation, you're ignoring what's happening to all of us. Correct. One person's freedom is all of our freedoms. Yeah, exactly, Jason. We grew up—I at least I did—in a world where it was very dangerous to say you were gay. Oh my God, that's why I didn't. I didn't come out to my family
1: for a long time. I, I didn't feel safe. I mean, I also grew up in a Jamaican home to give you well. some <laughs> some perspective. But it just wasn't safe, and gays were talked about. I mean, almost like when I was watching Disclosure, and they were talking about how how trans people were portrayed in movies and how it, it kind of held them back because, or, or in a certain way, I felt that about gays because gays were talked about in Ill, Ill, Ill ways and also were portrayed in, in ill ways. in all the movies that we had, we were getting AIDS and dying.
0: Yeah, or we were like the psychopathic killers or we were being inferred that we were like villains. And Correct. And to that end, that's where I, I'm going to bring it up, the big, the fucking F word in my mouth, fucking Florida, man. Oh, Florida. I Okay, listen. This is the question I just want to unpack. Okay. Florida politically, I'm not going to attack the people who live there. I told you just things happen. But what I'm saying is Florida has a long history of doing a lot of fucked up shit to our community. Like, Historically, on paper, they've been at it since the 50s, the late 50s. The cola is, a, is a, a den of, Man. of religious... Uh- Anti gay legislation. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, yeah. there were times they were making it illegal and they were literally witch hunting and outing gays, going to their homes, privately interrogating them and denying legal access. That's like the Red Menace. Yo, like, everyone. Communism. like this was within <laughs> the last 50 fucking years. And then yeah, and those what, people still alive. A uh, girl. And the people who they groomed are alive now. Do you know Correct. what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. like, to that end, the question I keep asking, and we'll, we'll unpack this because Jason has an interesting POV about Anita, right? We forget that this. she's a Florida. As well, Yeah. So, and yeah. it's a shame because I love fucking Flowrider. Anyway, Anyway. Um, I
1: do like Flowrider.
0: Rida. Dare we? I mean, what's not to like? So, he reminds me of Summer. So, uh, Flo Horaida. <laughs> Um, So, uh, gays. We have a lot of places we could like, do our little gay thing and too long through it and throw some things around and be like, this is cute. But yo, I have to ask our community. Why do we insist on continuing to pump consistent money into an economy that's literally trying to make it illegal to be us and actually erase us and target us and kind of do everything they can as an example of how to eradicate our community legally. Why are we continuing? I'm not, but people are all the time to support this economy. I don't understand. I think it's an important thing because people know that gays are tethered to money, especially recreational money. And the only way things change is if fucking money cease to happen. Do you know what I mean? And so that's just kind of what I wanted to throw out there because it it doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what I mean? It's like if you're going to get mad and not go to Chick-fil-A because we know they're fucking bigots. Why are you spending thousands of dollars every time you hit this fucking state up? Who fucking doesn't? Who literally doesn't want you to exist and figure out how to eradicate you legally? Are you offering a ban on Florida? Listen, you can't help where your family lives, right? Like, if you're a Disney person, fine. I, I can't. I'm not going to knock you I mean, for that.
1: Epcot Center is a, is a great place, well, and, well, and Disney does
0: support gay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't be mad at these things that just chose to be there. But what I'm saying to you is, people are buying properties. People are Tampa,
1: yeah. Miami, yes. Fort Lauderdale.
0: Fort Lauderdale, like literally gays are infusing millions of dollars into an ecosystem that is supporting the absolute extinction of us legally. Mm. I don't understand.
1: I do feel the problem of Florida is most mostly north northern Florida towards the panhandle. That that very well may be. That that, that to me feels right because I've had the pleasure slash displeasure of touring. I was in Florida for like See, I'm near a month uh, on tour, and I found a very big distinction between northern Florida and southern Florida, Hold besides the, the fact that the Cuban food is better.
0: Like I said, I don't want to target the people, but what I'm saying is like, I'm just going to say this. There are a lot of places to get sand and sun. There really are. Like, I know— You can get it in New York. I mean, there's just a lot of places you can do that and not be supporting an economy that doesn't want us to exist. And, like, that, that kind of segues us over to, like, Anita. Like, talk about that, Jason, because you brought up a good point. Well,
1: Anita, ba- Anita Bryant, Anita Baker. I do love Anita Baker. I love um,
0: know for fuck. body and her. soul.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I love it. Anita Bryant, who was a figure. She was a former runner-up for Miss America. <laughs> She became an anti-gay figure, uh, but someone threw a pie in her face at a, at a meeting, which I thought, was, I, I think is a, the great, I, I'm glad that it's on film, because I think it's one of the greatest moments in gay history, even though it wasn't thrown by a gay person. Yes. Uh, but it was thrown by an ally. Clearly, it was thrown by an ally. She inspired many people, including Jerry Falwell, whose hub is in, in Pensacola, and they spew off a lot of anti-gay
0: hate. Which is horrible gays. It's like, yo, it's impossible to exist in our capitalist country and say, oh, I won't support this. I won't support that because everything's tied into everything. But what I am saying is if you are a successful homosexual and you're thinking, let me drop $3.7 million on a vacation home, why would you do that to a state that doesn't want you to exist? I don't understand. That's what I'm really saying. I'm talking about real money here. Like I'm talking about the money money. You're talking
1: about money that you don't need to spend. Because the yes. I will bring up that, that it's a big cruise ship hub. And of a lot course. of those worker a lot of those workers have to buy those homes mm-hmm. because it's just better for them.
0: And that's what I'm saying though. People can't help where they sort of are, right? Like people who have created their money there, like this is their state, right? Yeah. And there's plenty of gays, I'm sure, who are mortified by what's happening in the state who live there and have created lives for themselves, which why shouldn't they be able to be free and live there? But what I'm saying to you is voluntarily, why are we making Florida such a gay destination when they're so adamantly fighting tooth and nail to eradicate us legally from this do, fucking state? Do, do you think and that this if, is being done by a guy who has ambitions to be the president, yo? Like, take fucking well, that, talk.
1: It, it, uh, so if we stop supporting Florida, if we don't go there and we don't raise our voices up anywhere, the cancer spreads and that's all it is. And the children there don't, don't get the help and the voice that they need. So is ignoring Florida really the answer? I don't
0: think it's about ignoring it because there's or, plenty of funding No, it. because there's You're plenty money. I'm talking about money. Like, there's plenty of gays there who I'm sure are doing everything they can to fight against this because they have local stake in the game with voting, correct? Yes. Because you have to locally be involved. And that's the thing. We can't vote for shit in Florida. We have no say. So what I'm saying is, like, much in the same way that when everyone's like, oh, my God, Chick-fil-A, fuck, they're bigots. Fuck. You know, and I'm just saying, like, in the spirit of that, When there's so many places to voluntarily spend your money and pump money into economies that need it, right? Like why pump it into an economy that is actively feeding into legislation that wants to erase you? I don't understand. I won't go. I have literally been offered jobs and I'm like, no, I'm not going there. I'm not spending money there. I'm not flying into there. I'm not doing it. Mm. This fucking Mm. place doesn't want me to fucking exist. No, when I literally say you couldn't pay me to be there. I have been offered contractual gigs there and I will not go. It's for you. Who the fuck am I? But I'm like, nah, what, <laughs> what to what? To be somewhere where I, I'm being told I don't exist and you're starting to literally force an out young people as they're in their most formative times. I'm going to come here and support this place. Nah, it's cool. I'm cool. We're so fucking opinionated. And then like when it really matters and there's like facts and history and paperwork, we're like, well, I don't know. The beach is nice. Find somewhere else. Pull your shit together. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't go to Florida. That's that's all I got to say.
1: All right. So there's a lot to be upset about in the world, but there are a lot of good things to be to be happy there about. We, we, we've lived on this planet. Uh, you've lived much longer than I have. <laughs> yes. But we've seen the, we've seen the, the the invention of sound, the, the invention of yes. sound, and the invention. <laughs> Sliced bread. But there are things that we can be proud of. I, I, I want to know what are your three personal things that you are proud the, of. Uh, uh, as, a member of- as, a, oh, as
0: a member of the LGBTQIA community, three things that make me very proud. We were talking about this, Jason. We grew up with a lot of shame and a lot, a lot of shame, and not a lot of examples of us everywhere. Do you, you remember Mannequin with Kim Cattrall? The- Baby. The- Hollywood. Hollywood. Why is it not a musical? Why is Mannequin a musical? I fucking agree. It would, it would. It actually. It would plays out. Oh, in a it, musical. it is actually a musical because it's all like silly sequences of dancing yeah. and changing into costumes and like. Yeah. It's, anyway, <laughs> um, we, we're giving it, it'd be better. I'd rather have that than this Oh, I said it. You perfectly. said it out loud. So anyway, so mannequin, so Hollywood though. Looking back on it, it's really quite offensive, actually. If you, <laughs> but as a young kid, because uh, there wasn't just much gayness anywhere, I I just yeah. thought he was so kind of dope. I couldn't, I just, I was so young. I didn't even know anything about what I thought was attractive. I just thought he was, I don't know, I just thought everything was better when he was on screen. And wh- what's the name of that actor? Mishael Mishak Taylor. Taylor is Hollywood. Rest in peace. Rest in, peace, Rest in peace, Taylor. What a great actor. So, was he actually queer in real life? I don't. I do not know. So, so Misha Taylor. No, Taylor. Well, okay. So, three three personal things that I'm proud of. So, you know, I got to say, I think I'm getting two in my head. Director wise, Jason, you're full of things called joy and being social. Why don't you start? What are three of your favorite things that make you so proud of being <laughs> well, part of the community? <laughs> The thing, I think that we
1: have made amazing headways in, in the community. When I, when I think about my first pride in like 2000, was it, it had been 2000 or 18, Yeah, 2000 or 2001. 18, Is that what you mean? <laughs> uh, 18, yes. 20. Uh, no, my first summer that I lived here in 2001 or 2002, okay. I did, that was, that was my first like prize. Oh,
0: post 911? Uh, and pride. I remember. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember being very, but like body types were being, like I was, I, I've always been big. I've always been a, a larger person. So I didn't really fit in. I, and, I, and I kind of just was on the sidelines and, and watching. It was very white, very rich white yes. boys who were, who were doing that. And I feel that that has changed and which is why mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm very proud to be a part of the parade. And I'm, and I'm with the Metropolitan Opera, which is my family. I'm be up there with my actual my family who who I get to like I, I got a little like emotional at least I think I'm so glad that my, I got my tears so thank out.
0: God uh,
1: <laughs> but I, I that makes me very oh. proud I'm I'm proud of the the gay youth who have people like even though I didn't watch mm-hmm. glee uh, is this, the, is this all the second kids. thing you're proud of the second yeah thing. the second thing I'm proud of yes the next thing I'm proud of uh, Although I didn't watch Glee, I often occasionally will work with teenagers. The children are so comfortable because they watched the kids on Glee who were openly queer, and it wasn't a big deal. I think my first example of not, gays not being a big deal was watching The Birdcage mm. um, and seeing you know, Nathan Lane, who was not out Girl. at the time. Well, he
0: was out. Like, he just wasn't out to like Hollywood. But I mean, what does that mean? Yeah.
1: I love how we ha- always had those. We always had the Rosie O'Donnells. We had the Nathan Lanes. We had Liberace and Elton John and all those people who were like gay, but like, or even um, Paul Lind he was gay. Paul but, like, Lind. You know, we oh, all yeah. knew it. We kids, all knew it. What the devil's uh,
0: wrong with these kids today?
1: My mother would always say, Oh, he's a little funny. He's a little funny. Also, I, and the third uh, thing I'm, I'm I'm proud of, and, and I think these are all kind of the same, okay. So, but these are very specific things that I've noticed throughout my life, is the stories that we're telling are different. I remember the first time I watched The Broken Heart, yes. which was the first time that, that someone was like, I'm sick and tired of seeing a movie about a, a gay who's dying of AIDS and isn't going to do well. I just want to see a gay guy who's struggling and who can't pay, pay back student loans. And those stories, Billy I mean, we've, we, Billy, oh my, that was Billy Porter's first film. But that story, like, like, kind of got into my head. I was like, yeah, I'm more, I'm more than just being gay. Like, it's just a part yes. of me. I I have gay friends because those are the people who I relate to and we have these lives. And now we have, you know, even though I don't like romantic comedies, the single all the way romantic comedy, which was which is a queer uh, Christmas story, I thought was really sweet because we're just being seen and we're, and we're, sh- we're these, you know, odd situations that we're in. Escape people. It felt like exaggerated version of my life. Very over exaggerated, but it was still fun. If any, you didn't see single all the way, um, single all the way, watch it this next, next Christmas. Or- it's, very fun. And Michael Yuri is such a I love Michael Yuri like on on like actually love him. He, so, I was happy
0: to Oh, see. I love that. Look at all of your wonderful things that you're so proud of. Allow <laughs> me to retort. No. I so I think yes. I I I I'm a very kind of similar things. I think the first thing I'm proud of is with the onset of more representation and we've got a long long way to go and that evolving and like you said, you know, I used to feel a very similar way because, you know, when I first moved here, I was just atypical tall, bean pole, skinny dancer, you know, just, mm. was, you know, just fucking yeah, fucking 20 years old. I was very self-conscious. I looked back at pictures of myself and I'm like, what was the problem? I was like, look like a little pop star. Always. I, Always. I really, you know, and I, I, you know, I really was like, wow, you had a whole vibe about you, but That vibe was not what I refer to as golden retriever gay. And the golden retriever gay, I completely Mm. agree with you. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of guys who look like this. And I could never put a finger on it. And then I actually met someone who used to work with a very famous photographer and had some pictures. And I was like, oh, those guys. Yeah. Then there's like, eh, they look like golden retrievers. I was like, what? I was like, and when he said that, I was like, Oh my God, golden retrievers. I'm like, that is exactly 100%. what that type of a uh, white boy looks like. And you, there's actually that Abercrombie and Fitch, um, there, yeah, oh, the doc. Documentary.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. I watched and it. And so, and I watched it and that is real. real. And so,
0: you know, like I used to see that stuff at a mall, but you know, when I came here, I was like, Oh, everyone kind of looks like this. So because of that, I didn't feel attractive. Do you know what I mean? And like, even though I had boyfriends and stuff, I don't know. I just didn't feel attractive because of that. And we also, we also aren't right. Right, right, right. right. Exactly. And so I'm happy now to see that one, like apps have such a unanimous switch that they finally started removing race as preferences, you know, because the, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh so yeah. Oh, exactly. That was real. So I guess what?
1: The no fats fat, no, no femdom. Yeah, no well, the,
0: the oh, so oh,
1: I mean, and they take your, your face. face. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. It, the things people have said to me in in bars. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty big person.
0: I could. You knock sure the fuck, the the fuck could? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yes. And the things people felt they could say to me, I'm like, you guys are. I agree. Oh, well, we're both tall
0: bitches. Like it is sort of shocking yeah. to me on occasion when some like five foot seven faggot would say some crazy shit to me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you do need to are into it from a to a Mexican from California, right? Like <laughs> I'm a Jamaican yeah. with, with a with a temper. Uh, we're totally off topic. I'm not even talking about the pride thing. But anyway, what I so, but no, but I do forget, like they, it would come as such a great shock to these queens who say crazy shit to me. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? And people are like, oh, what? And I'm like, and everyone's like, oh, Aaron's mean blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, no. No. I'm just literally no, asking you no. what the fuck you just said. Now I know all of you are white and you're not used to people like I guess you can talk to your friends this way, but you can't talk to me this way. You nah, know, like that was towards the end of my social life time. And i where I was just like, I'm fucking out. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? But there you go. That came from having some fucking self-confidence. And I have to say, this is where it's all coming from. The thing I'm well, that's, pr- that's, that's exactly. probably that of. is the thing. One of the things I'm the most proud of. This is not in any order, I'm proud that finally, after so many fucking years. For the most part, I'm like, I feel very comfortable in my fucking gay skin. And that took a long fucking yeah. time. So part two that that segues into, what started making me feel comfortable was starting to see representation that looked a little bit more like me and the defetishizing and the taking away of oh race as a sexual, like as a sexual oh preference, like top bottom verse out of all these apps. And I think it really forced our culture to confront it. And I'm glad that now that is on the table because while I don't think it's made anything better, certainly in New York city, I've, I feel like I've come into my own and I feel desirable. You know, Cheech Manahar, brilliant Cheech who was an ex as Joey, remember Cheech? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was, he was uh, Kevin G on Broadway. He's now officially a fucking show writer on the HBO Max DC fucking-based series, Dead Boy Detectives. Jesus Christ. Anyways, yes, oh, thank you. Exactly. Congrats. Fucking Bravo. Chief Anahar. Talk about someone I'm proud to fucking be gay brothers with. So anyway, Cheech was wonderful. He was in my piece. He was talking about a scene in the piece X, the experience we did. We talked about how it was interesting running a little set with all POC yeah. people because there were certain things that he noticed didn't get brought up and like things that he wasn't ever pushed to do. And then in one scene, I said, it's almost like a flirtatious vibe here because he's been drinking ball. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And he was saying that so rarely are are Southeast Asian men allowed to be sexualized that it just felt good to be himself and to like be in a scene where maybe he had a few drinks and he was being flirtatious, but like in an authentic way, like not in like a, a yuck yuck way. And he brought up all these examples of how so often men of color are desexualized. I, unless we're fetishized, Always. you know what I'm saying. And so I'm, I'm glad that uh, people are waking the fuck up and realizing we're all sexy as fuck. Everyone's everyone's sexy in their own way. We're, we're human beings, and and that has that is what helped lead to what I was proud of before, which is being more comfortable in my skin. You know what I mean? And, I love that. And I think the I thing I'm that. third proudest of is, you know, through it all, people are talking a lot of shit about. The love of my life, New York City. And we still keep, sixth lady. we keep m- fucking moving forward. And so, one of the things I'm very proud of, I'm very proud to be a, f- a couple decades in as a New York City gay who didn't yeah. do the fickle thing. And much like a long term relationship, was like, no, I'm in this to win this with you. Like, we are married. Do you, you know what I mean? And that relationship has really, been challenging and interesting and wonderful, but it's made me the gay person I am today. And so I'm very, very that. proud of being- a, a The sixth lady and you- Exactly. Do go go a, a gay in NYZ. NYZ. It was always that, was <laughs> <laughs> So Jason, so Pride is the kickoff to summer, which you know how I feel about summer. I'm very Wednesday Adams. Mm-hmm. What are you looking the most forward to as we kick into the summer of love for Jason Kerr?
1: <laughs> well, with monkeypox oh. out there, I'm taking it a little le- I got. I got to tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's shade
0: for monkeypox.
1: I'm taking it a little easy. I'm being a little more selective. I am planning on going to Fire Island at the End of the season, which I usually do.
0: You're going to be a little more cautious to avoid.
1: I'm very cautious because we don't know what monkeypox
0: is. Well, I hope that it's people aren't because it's, thi-
1: it's a real thing. It's a real thing, kid. You know, my favorite thing to, on earth to do is to flirt,
0: and flirting is is great. I tried to do it the other night and ended up in a political argument with this gay and stormed out. Um It did not. Keep it on I, keep it light, I keep it know in. we can't do it. But anyway, everyone... Oh, ter- you, you got to turn to Noel Coward. Are you, uh, to uh, uh, would you mean that for real? Um, uh, <laughs> You know, it's, it's funny talking to gays like that sometimes in public, and they, like, meet me, and they're like, oh, look at this, you know, silver-haired, like, daddy. And I'm like, how's everything with you? And they're like, oh, shit. I'm like, like you oh, didn't... Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, everyone, we hope that you are, like, you know, enjoying... <laughs> Your summer. We hope that pride is being fucking good to you. Please continue to yeah. to, to follow us, not post at JNA underscore RGay on Instagram. You can listen to us where, Jason, where are the children. You can listen to us on on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and wherever you can get exactly, your podcasts. Exactly, exactly. I love that you always say Stitcher first. I think it's hilarious. I love it. But you no, know, it's Isn't yeah, it? Stitcher's great. Stitcher is great. So, anyway, everyone, until next time. Keep it light. Keep it happy. Keep it gay. gay. And uh, what's your name? I'm Jay. And I'm A. And we're gay. So fucking gay. Bye. Bye.
1: Before you go, please be sure to use your thumbs and like, follow, rate, review and subscribe to J&A Our Gay on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us spread the word about this kiki. J&A Our Gay the podcast is executive produced by Alvarez, Kiko, Salazar Productions in NYC and co-produced by Jason Kerr. Original theme song lyrics by Jason Kerr music and arrangements by Andy Ronson with vocals by Patrice Williams and Jason Kerr. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at j J&A underscore are gay and drop us a DM. We may feature your question on air. The views expressed on J&A Are Gay are those of the host and guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of AKS Productions and its affiliates.